0: Hello listeners and welcome back to another edition of the Citizen Morph Audio Podcast. This is episode 10, you're currently listening to the first double digit episode, how about that? Uh, Two years of recording uh, here and there and everywhere, I've actually got two uh, double digits which is pretty amazing and uh, once again I've gotten clear vision on the podcast, I've um, threatened him with uh, violence just to come on the show once again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining me once again, it was an absolute pleasure, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me again.
0: Well, I didn't actually threaten him, of course, listeners. It's just um, um, it was it was such a, it was such a pleasure having him on last time. I thought I'll have him on uh, once again. Talk about more stuff and uh, complain about more stuff as well, probably as well. So uh, we'll be uh, getting to that. Last episode we did cover quite a few bits and pieces, but of course um, we simply did not have time to actually cover. Absolutely everything. So I guess this would be like the extra. uh, This would be episode eight point five, I guess. I suppose. Um, So it would be more a case of like unfinished business, if you want to call it that. Um, Talking about uh, derpy brew and posting artwork on the internet. Why it's a bit of a minefield and all that stuff. So. if uh, for people who are listening on the last episode, um, people might have said uh, we one of the topics was cut short. Um, as I said, we at the time myself and Clear Vision did not have the time to actually properly cover this particular topic in great detail. Of course, simply we just did not have time, and um, it's um, you can easily uh, talk about it for um, several episodes, several hours if you really wanted to. Um, Talking about in relation to how um, Derpy Buru basically is no longer the, I suppose, the premier place to post MLP artwork, based what, basically what happened a few years ago,
1: the Ariane controversy? Controversy, fiasco, whatever you want to call it really.
0: Sorry to interject so violently at this moment of the podcast, sorry for breaking the flow as it were, but during the editing phase of the podcast and listening back to this the particular section of the podcast, I've decided I haven't done a very good job summarising the Ariane controversy very well, especially to newcomers who might not know what this Ariane controversy is all about. Um, I didn't go into quite a bit of the crucial context needed, at least at the basic level, to find out who this Ariane character is and where this character Actually came from. Now Ariane, the character, is a pony OC, original character that was created by somebody on the forum website known as 4chan. Now 4chan is probably one of the most horrendous websites you can ever come across on the internet. It's sort of a no-holds forum kind of, no-holds-barred kind of forum where you can post pretty much anything, and you can find all sorts of depraved content, including racism. Uh, horrible videos and God knows what else. That's that's just the tip of the iceberg. So I won't go much further into the, into that really. Um, and Ariane, the character, is basically a pony OC that was created by a member of the one of these boards on 4chan, probably the pony board most likely, um, as a joke. Uh, and basically, the pony character has a swastika. Cutie mark on its flank, <laughs> on its flank. So I wish I was joking on that little love heart with a uh, swastik in the middle, and that was that was uh, how Ariane was born. And um, don't know who the person came up with it, but like uh, most people agree, uh, this character came from 4chan. Now, uh, the 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 excuses I'm going to call it excuses mainly. It was cr- the character was created as a joke, but uh, I find that really hard to believe. I tend to think it was more of a character just to. Um, deliberately stir controversy and, like, perhaps as a means to infiltrate the lower echelons of the MLP fandom so people can latch on to uh, that particular swastika, emblem, symbol, hate symbol, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and. Um do all sorts of horrible despicable things but uh i didn't do a very good job explaining that very well in the original recording but i just wanted to clarify where that Ariane character came from if people are a bit confused so uh, yeah do apologize for that folks it was. Um, this was basically for people who don't know what it was uh, basically about. Um, a couple of years ago, um, Derby Brew got itself embroiled in like quite a massive controversy in regards to um, people posting basically Nazi artwork on the website. This this is one of those like really I suppose lot like, really um, topics you've got to give. I suppose, a lot of thought over simply because of how politically charged it is, basically. Um, I don't want to go into it mass- in massive, massive detail, really. It's worth talking about at least a little bit simply because of how the controversy basically did a lot of damage to the website in terms of its reputation and uh, why a lot of people no longer post on there, basically. For a bit of context, I'll put the link to the article in the show notes, Um uh Derpy Bureau was basically allowing uh, users to post uh, uh, Nazi po pony artwork if you can believe that um where where, where did that character come from was it was it 4 Chan who come up with that? I'm not entirely sure was is that where the character originated from?
1: I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I am aware that it kind of started out as as a joke as a as a parody of sorts and for the most part, for a few years, like people know that Ariane existed, but there wasn't like a huge fuss over it. And then the the whole uh, controversy happened, where it was put into a spotlight, and it put Dopeyvoro into a bit of a situation where they had to decide: okay, are we going to allow Ariane to stay, Ariane mean, art to stay on uh, Dopeyvoro, or should we get rid of it? And in short, they tried to please everyone and in doing that they pleased no one and they annoyed a lot of people.
0: It was a case of, I think, they were basically saying they were going to police that, that, uh, that kind of artwork more frequently because of the uh, backlash from some of its users. It sort of backtracked on its own policies and then...
1: Multiple times, actually.
0: Multiple times was it? Um, they they tried to sit on, as you said, as you said, they tried to sit on the fence, and like they, it ended up blowing up in their face. And like they, t- they were saying they were going to uh, start putting restrictions on, like um, uh, stuff like the swastika and things like that. But because they didn't do that, um, they they changed their mind on like flip flop multiple occasions, and that people who uh, felt threatened, I suppose, or. Didn't want to be associated with uh, uh, the website or their policies anymore. They decided to um, shut up shop. A lot of artists decided to. Uh, th- th- I think that's kind of why I don't like. I'm not quite keen on Derpy Buru. Even they didn't take a side. I suppose they didn't don't decide to police the website properly or mod or oh, sh- 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 not police the website, moderate the website properly. It, it they basically looked like came across as cowards, and I think I think it kind of was whichever way you look at it um and uh because of that happened what happened a few years ago a lot of artists decided to stop posting on the uh website i should ask you this really before i talk any further what, what's your view on people posting that kind of artwork do you believe people should be able to post whatever they like or do you think there should be some limitations in some way on what you can post on the website
1: it's honestly hard to say because uh, there were good arguments from both sides. On one hand, you have people saying, if you're going to restrict stuff, then where does it stop? And what about other morally uh, dubious things?
0: Right, yeah.
1: So you have that on one hand. On the other hand, I, f- I feel like artists shouldn't be afraid to express themselves. But you essentially have those those two sides. and. My opinion of it at the time, I was mostly upset over the fact that artist wishes kind of went out the window. And as, as um, many big artists uh, started uh, submitting DMPs in protest and also removing their work from the, web- uh, from the website, alternative boroughs uh, came up and people started importing stuff from Derpy Borough in an attempt to save it, I guess. Not Derpy Borrow, but save the artwork itself.
0: Yeah, like as like an alternative archive, I suppose. It was um, for for me. I think it was. It was not the actual artwork itself that that like irked me. I suppose like e- even if you wanted to go with a joke argument, it's a pretty lousy joke at the end of the day. But it's again, it's it's a it's a re- when it comes to stuff like this, like when people posting like swastikas and things like that, it's it's it's. it's You've really stuff like that. You've really got to be extremely careful with stuff like that. Um, with, with that kind of icon iconography that has all those connotations attached to it. Um, where you, you you do get these nutcases who do latch onto these symbols. I'm more with with stuff like that. I'm I'm, I'm erring more on the side of I think you sh- you sh- you've got it. You got to heavily restrict that. I think personally. Uh, or if you really want to post artwork with those symbols clearly in view you've got to have a damn good reason to do that other than just for oh it's a joke you know the admin's like sort of like like freedom of speech like i can't really be bothered to weigh up the pros and cons in either direction which really irked me i think but yeah that that that's the reason why derpy Boo is sort of be- become what <laughs> i think i think that's that's why the the website's kind of like sort of in like a bit of a rut, I suppose. It's sort of in terms of its like um, engagement and the and the the community. It's it's harbored. What's the word? A, a, a malaise, I suppose. I don't know what your experiences with the community on Derby it For me, it's not that positive, <laughs> unfortunately. But there you go.
1: I suppose the short answer to this is kind of like, what community? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that, that, that's, that sums it up. And the long answer is um, I guess that that kind of is, but most people kind of just use it to just browse art, some of it being the more questionable kind. I honestly think that was the case even before this happened. I definitely feel like Derpy Borough is a good place for browsing art, it's a good place for um, Searching for art, but it's not good for encouraging artist to viewer interaction or vice versa it ne- It never has been because they they never really went in that direction anyway so
0: so you think these problems was kind of like more ingrained before all this
1: uh
0: controversy happened, yeah so so your experiences as an artist on that website then like um, in terms of engagement with your art has it been generally a positive experience or more or more or is it a bit of a negative experience or is it more of a mixed, mixed bag what would you say
1: funnily enough i'd actually say if i was to weigh it out it's probably positive overall but the negative stuff sticks with you more if that makes sense like neutral Between neutral and positive, I'd say, is my experience because, you know, um, I've had quite a lot of genuinely good uh, comments. I've had my first couple of commissions come from Derpy Borough when I first started. I suppose other than that, I'm not, I guess that's kind of where the positives end
0: would you say it's still the it's still the best place for MLP artwork or, or there are there other websites that are doing be- uh, other things better than derpybury for um, posting artwork
1: I'd say for credit where credit is due like the literal posting of artwork itself and nothing else the experience of it on derpybury is is pretty good and I'd say that because when you upload something it kind of guide you on what tags you can put on, if that makes sense. Like it'll tell you, put on a rating tag, put on a character tag, and as you type, suggestions pop up, which I quite like. It makes tagging a lot easier because you know what's you know what's out there as you type. And so, okay, I think this tag um, could be applicable, so I'll add that, and then you just keep going. And I also like that um, anyone can change the tags so people can add stuff if you think to think you've uh forgotten something but in a good way it's just the tags are there to help you get uh discovered right when people are searching for certain things
0: yeah yes it, it, it is it, it is it is a pretty good system um on there it's um it's it's a real shame. It's um, it, this the site has a lot of really good features, but they sort of squandered a lot of the goodwill. I think um, because of what's happened, it's no longer been able to like keep on to like its status as a, like a archival website. A lot of the re- a lot of really good artwork has now um, disappeared, unfortunately, and that that was the <laughs> result of that. What what, what about uh, we, we we were talking about? Um, Twitter as well as an alternative as well in the last episode. Like, Twitter's not great, is it, for posting artwork? What is, the, what, are the, what, what is the main issues with Twitter, would you say, when it comes to posting artwork?
1: I'd say like the biggest problem is inconsistency, because you can have something that could do amazingly well and then something else which you put more effort into. And might even just be high-quality full stop it can like go under the radar because uh you didn't post at the right time or something else was going on twitter never really was meant to be an art site but we're using it because there's no better alternative at the moment in terms of artist discovery that's what i'm trying to work on at the moment as along with a lot of other artists because like mike artist discovery that's that's what we're that's what we mean when we say is a is a site good to post art on like will will it get seen if it's good quality
0: twitter there's there's a lot of issues with twitter like the what i don't like about twitter when it comes to artwork is it's sort of it's it's entirely random i i I think i I think it has to be some sort of algorithm running in the background where like if as you say it's inconsistent that is the, that is the key phrase the key term i should say it's the I've seen a lot of people's artwork basically. They, they make a lot of amazing stuff, but they get buried. They get no engagement. Whereas some other people who post similar content of similar quality get loads of engagement. It makes absolutely no sense. And of course, you've got like random shadow bands for no particular reason. I'm not go- they, Of course, they're not going to tell you, are oh, they? They never tell you. If your Twitter account gets like shadow banned or like buried for every reason, they're not going to tell you. Of course, they'll just secretly a ban list where like you, you're um, you don't appear in searches and other malicious things. Like I've already talked about this in um, the last episode, where like I've seen this happen to quite a lot of really good artists, and like it's um, it's it's a really unfair broken system because like it's it's not about merit at the end of the day. It's it's more about luck and whether the Algorithm, algorithm, I should say, favours you in some way or not. It's really bizarre, and like when it comes to stuff like adult content as well, some some accounts get don't get shadow banned where others do get shadow banned for posting the same stuff, which makes absolutely no sense. I don't know whether again it's some sort of quota running in the background, but it's 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 a it's a really horrible system, and like you're having to try to like do different things to to play the algorithm in your favor like it's not great is it I'm, I'm really struggling to find positives about the platform really because of the issues i've had with it as in regards to my account as well and i think you've also mentioned you you, you sometimes have trouble with engagement what what do you think is, the, is is the main issue that's affecting artists what is the main issue that's 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 the problem at fault with twitter then do
1: you reckon i think it's just Besides the inconsistency, of uh, Twitter definitely doesn't take the quality of the post itself into consideration, because um, the quote-unquote meta, so to speak, although Twitter isn't really a game, it doesn't really make sense to use this term with it, but uh, we're all with it. The meta for Twitter is to kind of like strike a balance between something that's high quality enough to gain attention, but... Not so intense to the point where you can post frequently, and it's not—it's not just a Twitter thing. It's just like a social media platform thing. Like they like it when you post frequently. If you don't post for too long, then you don't—you don't get shadow banned, but your stuff won't get pushed out to your followers. And even if, this, um, even if your art is seen by your followers, like they might choose not to engage with it, which is fine, but. If that happens too many times, then it will definitely hurt you in the long run. And there's definitely such a thing as like having momentum, I guess. And that's one of the one of the few positive and negative things about Twitter, because it can go in it can go both directions. It Can be positive. Uh, example of that is when it's the start of this year for me uh, personally. Was um i'm not sure if i mentioned it in the previous episode but i was you know i was kind of like on the brink of deciding if i wanted to quit art or not and before i did i did have two uh previously unposted pictures uh to put up which were from an art pack uh first one did relatively okay it wasn't anything amazing it was uh one was kitty cats, well, and then the second one was a picture of Princess Luna, and that just went viral. <laughs> like, just, it just definitely struck gold with that one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just, it was honestly just amazing. Like, it kind of just blew all of my expectations away in terms of like how well it did, and I honestly wasn't expecting it to. You know, it, it's it's nice, it's high quality, but it's it's relatively basic compared to other things that I've done, but uh, people liked it. Uh, it got shared a lot. Um, a lot of my friends were saying that they saw it posted on a lot of Discord servers. And another friend of mine said that his friend shared it with him, but he he's never previously done that before, which was kind of funny and interesting. Like, a, a lot of people saw it, and it's not just on Twitter. And like that's a positive example of momentum, because even after that, my other posts did quite well, uh, so I had the post of Luna that did quite well. I had a car pinup up commission that did quite well. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it did well for a car commission. Like It gained like 430 likes, and a lot of views, and a lot of retweets. Uh, people quite liked that one, and then I did uh, some gift art for a task that also did quite well, but... You know, he also retweeted it, so that's a contributing factor. But yeah, I just had like I had momentum because a lot all of my stuff was doing well. Like there was a lot of eyes on my profile, I assume. But as soon as I didn't have something to post, it kind of just went away.
0: You saying the meta now? The meta is is a, is a perfectly apt phrase, I think, because like it's you're so a lot you have to strike as you're saying you have to like you have to like strike a balance like something that's not necessarily low effort but like where it requires where it it's visually appealing enough but not so intensive that you have to spend an awful lot of time into it and then like, if you get one that strikes the balance just right um or the, you, you you get more eyes on your profile and like some of your more recent works get like um get b- bumped up as well so that that is really handy if that whenever that does happen um but it's sort of i guess a lot of it is pot luck and whether like it, whether in the right place at the right time and like for me it's a lot, a lot of the time it's a really inconsistent system that like it's sort of you, a lot of you, you can put an awful lot of work into something and not like just for it to get buried which is unfortunate but like uh, if you get like one or two that do really well then maybe you've got a chance of like pushing through but it's 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 a bit of a um it's a lottery really when it comes to twitter it's but uh, i can't see the site improving on that front really but again as you say there's not really much of an alternative um in terms of like the amount of people you can potentially reach and stuff like that but um a lot of people have different um views of of all the different websites you can post web uh post artwork onto, and it's a bit of a it's it's difficult i think um which is which is my gripe really when it comes to twitter you kind of have to be you have to wear a like, many hats, I suppose. I don't know whether I've used this metaphor before, where you have to be, you have to be more of a content creator, I suppose. You also have to be like an advertiser, producer, a writer, and pretty much everything. To you have to do all sorts of things to get your your content noticed. Your in your case, your artwork noticed. And like it's a lot of the, it's it can be demoralising when you you've put a lot of work into something and like it gets a, a lukewarm response when it's not the quality that's at fault, it's just simply you weren't favoured by the algorithm, I think that's um, fair to say, I think I don't know whether you agree with that sentiment
1: um, I do agree with it but you know, I as I mentioned before, you still have like your own followers as well like it can reach them but they might not like that particular post which is fine, people have their own preferences but you know, if it if that if your momentum is screwed up as a result of that, then it can be a bit hard to to get back in.
0: So and it's um it's it motivation plays into it as well, I guess. Um, if if something doesn't do particularly well, it does affect your motivation to actually uh, make or the stuff. And I think a lot of people have that problem where like you can just like you spend an awful lot of time into. In, in a project that you've, you've put a lot of work into and then like it just it doesn't do very well and then like it, it, it kills your uh, momentum as you say to and motivation crucially to uh, work on new stuff but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you have uh, at least for the time being at least reconsidered and still deciding to carry on um, making artwork at least for the time being at least hopefully you do decide to carry on further on is is that common amongst artists do you think where um it can be um a bit of like of a vicious cycle or vicious circle if you like when it comes to um making artwork like not feeling motivated and like not, not wanting to continue
1: um general motivation yes but i'm not sure if to the point of where whether you're questioning whether you want to continue or not is common I'd i'd have no idea i suppose the reason why it's it's like that for me, it's because although I tend to be open-minded with certain things, like there are other things that I kind of don't want to uh, budge too much on. And that's kind of like making compromises that sacrifice quality, things like that. Like, I don't want to, like, handicap my work. That's not quite the right word, but I can't think of anything else. For the sake of just being able to get it out sooner, that, that's... That's just not my mindset. That's not the reason why I started making art in the first place.
0: Your self-respect. I guess that you didn't want to make, make compromises on your self-respect to cater to, or do things that you didn't necessarily wanted to do. Which which I can commend you for doing that. Like because a lot of depending on the artist, I suppose that you you speak to it can be a case of depends on the motivation of I suppose of the artist. Where lots like, some people just chasing. Likes and retweets, retweets. Others are just, um, just doing it for the clout. Others are just doing it for the prestige, or, or literally just, just in it for the money and just making, not, not just your character here's but like just artwork that's just like, kind of like dime a dozen, or like design literally just to make the most money for the least amount of effort. If that makes sense. Oh
1: yeah, just there's a lot of misconceptions around uh, that sort of thing. Like a lot of people think it's. Easy money, for some reason. (laughs) Because... And I... This honestly could be a whole episode on its own. But I just... I genuinely get upset over things like this. Because you, you, you can't know any better until you kind of dive in yourself. Like, people will see, like, the top artists who kind of ironically don't need to rely on the algorithm as much. Because, like, they have out of their fan base they have like enough dedicated followers who can kind of like kickstart their content if that makes sense and then it goes from there like they've already got enough of a following that they can probably you know get a head start and the entire stereotype of like the rich fairy artist or the rich whatever artist kind of stems from those at the very very top and even then it's not that much money to be made it's not like ridiculous amounts it's just a lot of misconceptions and people jumping to conclusions about things that that they haven't taken the time to to know about like it's it's anything it's anything but easy money it's it's
0: so it's a a lot of that you think is like harmful like to the general like for the general i guess not consumer that's not the right word i'm looking for For, for for the for the general layman anyway it's it's more it's more damaging as a whole because, like, uh, only a very, very small percentage of artists like make a lot of money on their own, like from stuff like commissions and stuff like that. But I, I guess, it, I guess it's the notoriety. I guess of lots. Like, some like some really, uh, some of some individuals who like have known to be to flaunt their wares. I suppose if that's the right phrase, mm. or um, charging uh, lots and lots of money for commissions and stuff like that, and it's it's it. I guess it's like it's it's a public perception issue. I suppose. Would you say how how would you how would you go around improving that? Is there anything that people can do to change people's perceptions in terms of like it's or be more at least more sympathetic to artists trying to um, actually make a living off it? Is there anything that people or artists can do to
1: change that? I'm not sure on the in on the individual level. There's anything that you can do it's kind of just something that. It's something that's just come about from like people talking only about like the, the highest examples. And by highest examples, I mean, like, what's the most expensive furry commission? Or, you know, people will look at those artists and those artists only and think, oh, wow, this must be easy money. And there's a lot of people who are interested in buying uh, this art. From this artist, when that's kind of just not the whole story, it's it's a very small percentage of people paying a small percentage of artists a lot of money, and then everyone else doesn't nearly get as much because you don't they don't have the attention from those clients who are willing to drop ridiculous amounts of money on on our. The reason why they're doing that is because they're kind of just paying for. The reputation, the name behind the art, is not necessary for the art quality itself. But don't don't take this as big artists don't care about um, about their work. There definitely are artists out there who do care. But you know that's kind of just. I'm not sure how you you'd shake that uh, misconception on an individual level or asshole because you know people. These these things kind of get people talking. So.
0: That, that's the thing it's like uh, I guess like um controversy is always the one that like um is controversy is the name and da- name of the day in terms of social media isn't it like it's um if you're not causing a fuss or a stir like uh, with like some artists do um like a, a really small percentage that they get all the attention and it's sort of like the the artist community at large generally suffers for it it's um i guess transparency could be a little thing little thing that people can like go towards um alleviating that problem like like people showing the processes of like how you make artwork and things and like explain that these aren't like five minutes these aren't like artworks that take like five minutes if that makes sense but then again it's sort of i don't know what it's this, this has been an issue for long since before social media like was even a real thing. It's it's been it's been like that for literally years. It's sort of like not frowned upon, but like sort of like I guess like a um an occupation that's not really as respected, I suppose, but by by the public at large. I guess I thought that's part of the issue. I don't know how to really properly go about to combat that, really, because I think it's more of a it's not considered essential, I suppose. I suppose it's it's not essential in the in the normal sense of the word, if that makes sense. But it's more going against all those uh, stereotypes, I suppose, as you were mentioning, trying to go in ag- going against it all and try to prove that like there's uh, people who actually do deserve more attention than they do get. I suppose, but um, I'm not entirely sure how uh, you would go about to, to fix all those issues. It's but it's it's been an issue. Been gone, going for a long time, but <laughs>
1: um, I do have something to add. Actually, um, I think it's actually nothing to do with artists not being seen as essential. Because even when even when times aren't too great, people will buy stuff that they don't necessarily, absolutely need. It's just that it's not seen as desirable. I suppose desirable in the sense that you'd want to pay to have it. And that's the problem, not necessarily because like art, in and of itself isn't an a, essential thing. It's a topic that you can always um,
0: look at for hours and hours, and like not really get anywhere with it. It's just it's just one of those things, I suppose. But um, so um, what, what, let's let's talk about some of your artwork then. So what are some of your more, more recent projects? What are you exactly? Let's, let's plug some of your wares then for a little bit. Um, what what exactly are you working on at the moment uh, with your recent artworks?
1: Uh, sure, I have two projects going on at the moment, and I have uh, two commissions in uh, on my uh, on my queue, but I haven't started any of them just yet. I'm just gonna do a personal project, then I'll make a start on those commissions. So, in terms of the personal projects, I have I have one for celebrating one thousand twitter followers although i'm now closer to 2,000 1,000. nice at this point that is the car pin up with luna that a lot of people uh quite like it's taken a fair bit to get to where it is but it's taking shape current state of it now is that the basic outline of the car is done uh luna herself the sketch is more or less done I'll need to move on to the sketch the background and then I can probably think about getting it lined and coloured in and I've also started a, a new personal project with uh, Octavia which I posted earlier today well the teaser of and uh, a lot of people quite like it and it's just something uh, I'm doing for the sake of doing it it's not in celebration of anything or I just felt like drawing her it's
0: um it's it's doing really well at the moment so it's uh, look, only four hours ago you've posted it it's already on uh eight retweets and 50 likes so it's, it's doing really well at the moment so um already that, that that i can i can tell that one's gonna do uh
1: the... yeah for, for a uh, cropped whip sketch that's pretty good <laughs> yeah it's, it's not bad at all is it <laughs> so a couple of comments too but yeah that that's awesome i just really
0: just reading through the comments, through great looking squish. <laughs> that's something I've been mentioned
1: Especially... multiple times.
0: <laughs> I think you, I think you've struck a chord there. So I don't know, I don't know about you. I think you have struck a chord with that. One, <laughs> I think
1: maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe people just like the size as well. <laughs>
0: we'll have to see. It would be great to see the uh, final product on that. So, um, how, how, how long do you reckon that's going to take you to finish that? Look. Like, uh, um, I've spent
1: about four and a bit hours on it so far and some of that was also pre-production and um, by pre-production I mean just like planning what it's actually going to be so in all fairness I've actually not spent that long on it but at the same time it's not—it's still quite rough although certain things are quite refined like her face and some parts of her body. Still need to draw my hands, still need to well, the, the bathtub is there but it needs details and the wall behind her, and I don't think it'll take that long because it's it's not that complex in terms of concept. But shading will always take a while because of how I do it.
0: So, so what's what's the longest stage when you actually like um, when you actually put like a piece together? Which is the most? Which is the the stage in a drawing that takes the longest? Is it the um, is it the shading process, or um, does it depend on like the um the theme of the piece that you're going for?
1: uh, Not necessarily the theme. It depends on, like, the complexity of it. Like, my shading, it takes a while. It's... I don't want to say it's complicated. I, I don't want to inflate my ego here, but it does just, just a lot of aspects to it that I take my time with to get it done properly. But if, like, the sketch itself is going to be complicated, then that will take more time. example of that would be... Some of my car pin ups. The sketch for Formula One piece of Schooslu took ages. I'm not even gonna
0: Oh yeah, we, we, we cover we covered that one in the last episode. Like if you if you wanna look at how detailed that is, it's pretty pretty crazy. If you wanna how, how long that takes to put put all them little details on. But yes, carry on.
1: I'll just leave it at some car ups The sketch itself takes much longer than the shading. It's actually kind of a relief when I get to the shading part because you know that's my favourite bit. Because do you
0: do you think like, the actual drawing part of the what the the, the, the the like the drawing is actually the most difficult part compared to the shading part, or?
1: Yeah, because you know it can be a bit daunting to look at a blank canvas, even though there's tools to help you visualize stuff. Uh, it's just starting out that's hard but you know once things start to take shape it becomes a lot easier picture things in your mind a lot better
0: if, so what, what, so what sort of planning process do you go through when you come like when you come to think of like I want, I want to draw that is it something that you've do you have like a bank of ideas that you draw from when you actually want to like make a piece or do you, um, or do you just, or just think of an idea and then just run with it? How, how do you uh, go about it when you're making like just a regular piece?
1: Um, I do have like a bank of ideas, um, written down in note form. I can always refer to, I definitely have a lots of ideas for, uh, uh, car pinups that I'd like to do this year. Uh, I do hope that I can eventually get a bit quicker with them just because, you know, I have a lot of good ideas that I'd want to get out there. And, you know, I I do think that if I was to post a bit more often, it would definitely help me as someone who doesn't post very often. But in terms of, like, my overall process, it again also depends on what it is. If it's something that's a bit more uh, force of in the moment, then I won't be doing too much pre-planning. I kind of just decide the pose, decide what the character's going to be doing, and kind of go from there. The Octavia piece is an example of that, as well as any other things that I want to uh, draw attention to. But if I'm doing something like a piece with a more elaborate background, or if there's like a certain theme to it, then I'll be a bit more Furrow uh, and careful with my pre-planning like I'll decide the pose I'll make several 3d drafts of the of the scene just to compare different um, compositions um, I'll pick which one I like the best I might even ask a couple of friends uh, which one they like uh, better in terms of the composition or just the general idea and once I know what I'm doing, that's when I actually uh, get into it. So, you know, um, I find that if you plan things, it um, it goes a lot better.
0: Have you ever taken an idea like off one of your friends of like, oh, well, that's a brilliant idea and like decided to run with it? Is there any particular one that you decided to do go with that route instead?
1: Uh, No, actually, I can't think of if I've ever done that
0: but uh, it's uh but they ha- but your friends sometimes have contributed to um the idea process if you like if that makes sense yeah so, so uh, you 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 think uh, like if you're ever not sure of how to proceed with an idea you sometimes like um ask ask your friends for like for input on certain things and then decide to um take it from there
1: yep i might also ask for like uh opinions when the piece is a bit further on as well. So when it's in the colouring stage or if it's like in the line art stage or just before the line art stage, I'll ask if everything looks all right, if everything looks okay. And...
0: How often do you um, ask for feedback on certain pieces? Is it only on specific uh, times when like, you're not sure or anything or do you ask for feedback on everything that you do? Uh,
1: not everything, but I do ask for feedback quite often. I I I think me asking for feedback is one of the reasons why I've been able to improve quite a lot in a short amount of time relatively speaking and I I do take uh feedback quite uh seriously of course I won't listen to everything but if I think I can fit someone's idea or uh change something based on someone's critique then I'll at least try it, and if I feel like it doesn't work, then you know there's not much of a loss there. I'll just try something else or do it how I was doing it before.
0: Have you, have you ever got into like if you've ever got like quite far into a piece and decided you're thinking this idea doesn't really work very well, you're having to scrap it, has you ever, has, has ever gotten to uh, that stage before?
1: Maybe, but not like super late. Um, if I if I most of the time when I shade something, I completely intend to finish up I do have like a couple of abandoned sketches abandoned for various reasons
0: for myself um when it comes to working on stuff like um a lot a lot of the time I um I keep most of the things that I I make but there have been like one or two occasions where I could think of where like I've gotten reasonably far into a project but like it never really went anywhere, so I spent, like, several weeks on something for it to not go anywhere, if that makes sense. What do you mean
1: by it? you felt like it wasn't going anywhere?
0: When, when I say, like, it, it wasn't going anywhere, like, it was basically... I was approaching an idea where it was sort of... It wasn't really fully formed, but I still went ahead with it anyway, if that makes sense. It got to a point where, like, um I put these little scraps of ideas together and I looked at the whole thing and it was just... I don't. I I don't know what. I don't know where this is actually going. what what I want to actually say with this piece, or what the actual point of it was. So it's sort of a case where, like, I uh, modelled a few assets, like um, uh, put a few bits and pieces pieces together, and it um, didn't actually go anywhere. So I've ended up having to um scrap the project a couple of times um this was a this was a few months ago where i did something like that i've still got the files i can still do something with them but it was a that's probably the most extreme example where i could think of where it was um it wasn't it wasn't worth pursuing it any further if that makes sense so um it, 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 do, it can be quite demoralizing in some ways if um you get to a certain point, and you just <laughs> you think this is a waste, complete waste of time. Um, but yeah, so um, I don't know whether that's common amongst uh, other artists, but uh, that f- it it, ha- it has happened to me in terms of, like the three D space. But it's a bit. Um, so I think I think the aim of the name of the day is certainly planning. I think like um, it's better to plan something well in advance bef- if before you. Um, start to put things together it was um but i think i think it was a and it was also a case of like trying to make something for the sake of it as well that was part of the reason why it was a project where i've just (laughs) filed it away and like never did anything with so uh (laughs) just hope it hasn't happened to you like um to that extent
1: anyway um thankfully no because um I do plan most of my stuff, and I find that planning kind of avoids that feeling that you have where you're questioning what am I trying to achieve with this piece because you've already thought of that beforehand. But that being said, I'm not one of those people who say like every single art piece needs to have like a deeper hidden meaning because that's kind of just nonsense, right? It, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be that deep. It just has to be like carefully put together even if it's simple and also have like a clear focus i I guess and again it doesn't have to be a deeper meaning it doesn't even have to be like a theme you could kind of like you could i don't know what i'm trying to say for this (laughs) hold on a second i I know
0: i know i know what you're saying like a a lack of yeah lack of focus on something i totally understand where you're coming from on that one is is that quite a common thing like um some people may be like try to give their a particular piece they're working on a purpose i suppose when it doesn't really need to and like when you, if you do that it can sort of ruin the whole thing because you lose your way. I th- it happened with me anyway i totally understand if if it's, if it's happened with a lot of other people but i don't know how common that
1: actually is i wouldn't i wouldn't know if it was common or not but uh like i said it doesn't have to Be like a theme. You could kind of just think, okay, this piece I primarily want to show off my lighting skills, or I want to show. In my case, I want to show off like my technical drawing skills um, of cars or whatever it is. You know, Uh, like even like even like my complex pieces kind of started off as like a as a simple idea. When I developed it a bit more, and as as it develops, that's where the complexity kind of came in, and that's when I decided to do the actual uh, pre-planning. Do you think an example would be helpful? Uh, I, th- I think so. Yes. I'll probably talk about like my Fallout piece because I've already mentioned the Scootslu one. Despite its complexity, I actually started out as like a as a simple idea. Well, uh, I just felt like drawing uh, little paper and blackjack, and then I said, "Hey, why don't I uh, make this a more elaborate piece?" Then I thought, you know, I'll make it a car pinup, but what car could I pair with with those two? And then kind of looked into things more, uh then uh came across the the cherry bomb or slash rocket sixty nine. Uh nice. <laughs> but yeah, um and I you know, I suppose Fallout never has really been about cars, but it's the one car from Fallout Four that people would probably recognized because it's also been in forza motorsport um as a drivable car Well oh, that's cool yeah which is yeah it's interesting um and i thought you know it would make for an interesting uh, car pinup and then from there i kind of decided okay where do i want them to be because i'm gonna do a background for this and i kind of thought about different locations and i decided to keep it Relatively simple, and just put them in front of the Red Rocket bus stop. But even that required a lot of uh, planning as well. Uh, I thought about, okay, where do I want the car to go? So I kind of loaded up Fallout 4 and looked around the bus stop, and I mean, there wasn't that many options. It'd just be like where I put it, or a bit further down the road, uh, or maybe underneath the roof, or maybe in the garage. But there weren't that too many options, but after I decided where I wanted to go, I took, like, a lot of in-game screenshots to make it uh, reasonably accurate to how it looks in-game. And that's where the complexity kind of uh, came in, because I'd consider me taking those screenshots as part of the pre-planning process. So, you know, you, you see how it starts off with a simple idea, but then the complexity develops later.
0: It's, it starts building up once you, like, you think, oh, how how am I going to actually put this together?
1: Yeah. Yeah like a lot of like my complex but good ideas kind of started out as well. it started small like as small as like well, what character do I feel like drawing today or what car sometimes i think of a car first or
0: you know and like it's it's paid off it's like it's it's one of your flagship pieces next to the Scootaloo one it's um i don't know whether i said which one was your fa- out of the two I, I, I'm fl- I flip between back and forth i do I do like that the scooter one's got like an amazing amazing amount of detail like micro details that i like but the the fallout one is an awesome juxtap- juxtaposition juxtaposition you got like the new shiny car with, with like in front of like a really ruined backdrop because because it's fallout obviously it's it's um so I, I don't know wh- I i flip between which ones my favorite out of the two but yeah I, I, it's both of those are really good.
1: I was initially worried about that actually like i was worried that it wouldn't work out but it's still technically possible because uh somewhere in nuka world there's like a there's a rocket 69 that's locked up in a vault somewhere uh that's pristine i was i was considering like making the car look rusted and smashed off a bit but i decided against that once i did a bit more digging
0: yeah i I, I don't know whether it would, it, the piece would be as appealing if you actually did do that like um because you, you'd, you'd lose that contrast i suppose if you opted to keep it like rusty um as opposed to like brand new it, it might not have worked as well but I, again i it might, i don't know it, it would be interesting maybe if you wanted to could you actually go back and make those changes if you wanted to uh yeah i still have the project file yeah, as long as you've got like, the, the project files, you can still go in and like make uh, that, those changes if you wanted to. It, it might be an interesting um, contrast just to try it, just to see if it w- would have worked out as, like, as an alternative version, I suppose.
1: I think it worked out fine, and I feel like I don't really need to go back, because um, the, the contrast works. It also, ironically, makes the car stand out
0: more yeah that, that that's the point isn't it it's it's a brand it's a shiny vehicle in like a torn up broken broken backdrop we got like the the uh the red rocket is it the red rocket is it called the red rocket garage or whatever it is uh red it's rocket. The first look yep yeah it's the first location that you come across after you leave the first um uh good springs uh my, my brother's playing fallout 4 right literally right now as i'm recording
1: this so it's it's, it's relevant i think in fallout 4 it's, it's not good springs it's uh sanctuary oh sanctuary oh yeah sorry good good springs is-, is new vegas
0: oh yes it is of course it is oh i'm getting, getting them all mixed up now like mixed up memories um oh, it man. happens it happens <laughs> new vegas is the one that like resonates with me more but um fallout 4 is, is a really good game um you're currently you're currently playing that no no you're not you're playing new vegas aren't you on your streams um yeah mod where where can people check out your streams, by the way? Uh, if, uh, you stream on a weekly a weekend basis, like playing through your games?
1: Yeah, I mostly stream on the weekends, occasionally in the week for art streams, but I tend to not play uh, or not do game streams during the week. Uh, I stream both on Picasso, although I've had thoughts of like separating the gaming stuff onto Twitch. I'm not sure if I'll follow through with that, but uh, it's something I've thought about
0: maybe mate I, I i was thinking maybe yeah it might be worth doing that because maybe you get more traction on twitch because it's more gaming related but again it's i haven't i haven't done like that sort of stuff in years i used to be i used to make stuff for youtube like year, going back 10 years ago now plus now i used to make stuff but like it never really went anywhere it was sort of i sort of missed that boat i suppose in terms of streaming stuff and like i'd I, I never, I never do stuff live anyway because I flub things up all the time. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be very good for me to do that kind of stuff. I don't know whether I could make it, make it compelling for me to do that. But um, so you, you currently um, stream on Picarto. Do you? So you do art, do you do art streams first and then you play the games, or is it the other way around?
1: It only depends on what I feel like doing first. Sometimes I'll play games on a Friday, do art on Saturday art on sunday it depends on like how i feel but i think there might be some sort of benefit to having some sort of uh formalized schedule it makes it a bit easier for people to follow along but um regardless i've noticed that quite a few people have been joining in on on the streams art streams mainly but i've had a couple of uh, new vegas streams where there're like seven eight people watching even if it's for a few minutes or so which is, is nice also have people interacting with you in chat
0: I will put I will put links to Clear Vision stuff in the show notes if you want to go check out your streams, uh, his streams on the weekends, games and artworks on Picarto. What's there? So with with Picarto, like, is is there any restrictions on not safe for work content, or can you post? I'm not I'm not sure what the rule is with that. Is is there is there restrictions in terms of like what you can stream on that platform?
1: Uh, yes, but you can stream not safe for work stuff on there. I mean, there must be restrictions, but the reason why I stream there rather than on Twitch is because Twitch would not allow the kind of things that I draw.
0: No, that, that's the thing. Like, you've got to be careful of what you what you uh, what you stream. So, yeah, Piccata's probably your best bet on that front. Um, so do go check out his streams, folks. It will be in the show notes, and of course. Um, uh, where's the best place to fo- follow your artwork you've got, you got you post on quite a few places you've uh, derpy of course is one of the main ones twitter uh, any any of the main ones that you post on as well
1: i mean it's that's mostly it for the time being derpy and twitter i do have a affinity account but like i put out a journal post on there saying that i'm boycotting the site until they make those promised changes from the roadmap to help uh improve artist uh discovery and also just the general usability of the website i feel like Farofinity is just on a whole nother level in terms of like being bad for artists <laughs> and like i've I've said that in the journal itself like it i've been on there since 2018 about the same time i had uh derpy borrow and yet i only have god knows how many followers like only Two hundred and fifteen, maybe 300 all of my stuff gets basically no engagement even some of the more popular images i've done get gets almost no engagement like i've never seen like triple digit number of views which is kind of shocking
0: have they mentioned anything about being up being able to upload a uh, photo or resolution
1: bigger than a postage stamp yet uh <laughs> it's, it's been it's been mentioned but i'm not sure when that's gonna actually be coming 720 so, you know, please, not, dog I'm shit not, dude i'm not i'm just I'm, I'm just i have to make a separate image for fur affinity alone yep ditto and, and i hate it on, i cannot be i mean twist compresses stuff as well but it will do that for you even though there's like a size limit but the size limit is not rest- is like Mind blowing me small, even it,
0: it's we. I think Twitter is, I think it's five megabytes, but there's the, the resolution, there's no resolution cap. I don't think well, it's, it's bigger than Fur Affinities, that's for goddamn sure.
1: No, it's not, it's, it's big, it's bigger than five megabytes for sure. I've uploaded, unless or
0: it might be just a tweak deck, um, restriction. Then I could be wrong, I must be wrong on that. Then
1: if you upload to Twitter directly, I think it might be like 20 or 25 megabytes file size, yeah.
0: Fur is ten megabytes, seven twenty p. That's the big issue. That's, that's 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 a lot, mate. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. I have to um with it, I have to like in Blender. I have to like spend my GPU time like rendering out like a, a crappy seven twenty p. Edit so it just so it
1: fits within their restrictions. It's it's. I don't know why I bother. <laughs> you could probably just get away with just taking like the full res image and just downsizing that in like a photo editing software or whatever i, I, I could but
0: like it's 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 more steps isn't it that's the point it's it's more i upload um i think i usually upload in 2k on derpy buru 4k on deviantart that's the high res version and then on third Affinity, i have to well, basically whatever fits within 10 megabytes so it could be a 1080p version it could be a um, 2k version but like a lot of the time it's a little bit too big so i have to like Use the lower resolution version and upload that instead, um, which is it's just kind of irritating. But I, I need to I want to look at that roadmap. Um, I, I didn't even know they
1: had a roadmap for
0: Affinity, but I'll have to look into that.
1: It's in one of Dragonair's, uh journals.
0: That site has all has always had um always had strange issues with like admins and things like that, and and not being able to upload like um and, and, and the, and the uh, resolution for display images is terrible as well you have to like you have to shrink it down to like about like 100 pixels by 100 pixels any bigger than that it won't let you have it which is Thank which is you. even more irritating so you have to like fiddle around just to get the image to fit within its constraints before it works it's it's
1: it's not user-friendly
0: put it that way
1: fire fantasy is the only website at least that, from what i've used is both bad for posting art Bad for browsing art, also bad for artist discovery. All three, all three. <laughs> Zero out of ten. It is just so bad, and I've just had enough. i just not haven't posted any of my newest stuff on there, and I won't do so until those changes have been made. So, so you,
0: you, you dislike it even more than Twitter? Then
1: yeah, you know, I mean, like Twitter still has positives. I can't really think of any positives. Of Fair Affinity that I couldn't get elsewhere apart from the amount of furry artwork that's on there. That's probably the only positive. I'm really. What other thing could I say if I'm trying to stretch this?
0: You've got Fair Affinity of course. That's the main site for furry stuff, and the only one other one I can think of is e six two one. I think it's called. Yep. That's the. But um, I I've I've come across it before, but I don't know what it's like for um pony stuff. So I don't know. I have. Toyed with the idea of making an account and uploading on there, but I don't know whether, um, if MLP stuff is, um, is, is popular or, or tolerated, I should say, on there. I, I don't know. I couldn't really have, an, I don't know whether if you've posted anything on there. I'm not sure.
1: Uh, I do have stuff on there, but it's not posted by myself. There's someone who's posting some of my art on there with my permission, so. Oh, that's cool. You've delegated to somebody else. <laughs> my stuff is on there, but it's not managed by me, so. Uh, as for whether LMP stuff is tolerated or liked, um, a couple of my uh, pictures on there seem to have done relatively okay, but I'm not sure what what the, the benchmark would be, so to speak. Uh, what's the what's the engagement like? Do you get
0: comments on them and stuff? I'm, I'm curious on that one.
1: I've just brought up the my page just to have a look. Uh, my most liked image is the nude version of kitty cats well princess ember did pretty well uh smolder did pretty well uh the picture of zip did pretty well uh and in terms of like comments and stuff i noticed notice as a fair amount of comments on like the car pictures so i
0: don't know. I'm, I'm i'm toying with the idea of like expanding onto another website i might i, I might do that actually I have, to, I have to have a think about that and if it's um might be an avenue worth looking into
1: I think EC61 is uh, also kind of like an archival site, not really something for artist discovery, which is a recurring theme. While we're on the topic of e 61 there's a couple of comments on here saying like, uh, oh, I thought this was 3D, which is kind of funny. (laughs) I mean, I've kind of had that. I've had that comment on other places as well, but it kind of makes me feel good in the way because that's kind of what... I'm going for with my art style. You've so, gotten to the, you've gotten to the point where like uh,
0: people could have mistaken it for 3D rendering. That's pretty cool.
1: I mean, it, it, obviously it doesn't. You can tell that it's hand drawn once you like open it up. But like at a thumbnail size, you probably legitimately couldn't tell. But um, maybe at some point in the future, I'll be able to improve my art skills and make it almost uh, indistinguishable, even if you look even if you look close. I'm not sure if the, I'm not sure if people would. See the value in that, but I kind of some of it is novelty. Some of it is also because you know, if you are hand drawing stuff, then technically there's no limit as to what you can do, besides your own artistic skills. The same can also be said for three D. If you can model three D stuff, but with two D, you can also you you still have the ability to take some liberty so that it looks a bit better.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think like both both mediums have their like um. Have their appeal, don't they? And um, I guess with with 3D stuff, I don't know where I don't know whether it's accurate for me to say it, but I don't know whether it's because it, it, like with 3D, you certainly especially like if are just starting out, it's a lot more you've you've got to you've got to put a hell of a lot more work into 3D to make it look really really good. Um, like because there's a lot more. Um, yeah, you, you really have to learn how like the software works. I suppose you, you you're more relying on like the what knowing what parameters to pro you're, you're more of a programmer I suppose really you're closer to it I suppose but but, but as a two D artist you, you you're more you have to be more technically skilled yourself and being and um you you have to be more skilled in terms of like where to put the pen and like where to put the strokes and how much how much pressure to apply and stuff like that and both mediums have their merits like it's more of a I guess it's more of a personal preference. Um, which pe- what people tend to go for a lot a lot of it with with 3d stuff like if you especially if you're starting out because like you, you have to use like a lot of um assets that have already been like used like millions and millions and millions of times um because at that when you're first starting out you don't you don't really know how to make your own assets and things uh, that 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 comes later if you decide to pursue that but like it's um that's probably not like the biggest issue with 3d stuff at the moment it's it's not quite it's probably not a, not as like accessible as um, maybe learning how to draw by hand not like traditionally in or into a uh, drawing tablet, I suppose. But um, I don't know what your viewpoint p- is on that, but I'm just speaking as like someone who just still doesn't know how to, um, to operate the lights properly in a 3D program. I'm just complaining.
1: <laughs> the, the, the way that you stand out with free artwork, uh, if you're using other people's assets, is the way that you handle post-processing, usually.
0: Like in terms of how you're making the final render look and making final changes after the fact
1: yeah how you stand out at least from what i know do,
0: do yourself use a lot use a lot of post-processing or do you like get that all baked in as a, as a final product? you don't or do you how do you do like once you come to the end of a project do you add a lot of um add any post-processing effects to the end of it or do you just have like one final piece and then like
1: off you go i guess on a technical level i do have some post processing in some of my pictures. It's mostly around like light sources to make them look like they're actually glowing. A, a lot of people can be a bit snooty when it comes to post processing. Like it's
0: considered. Some people consider it cheating. I don't quite understand that mindset. Um, if if you're using something to make a piece look better, then why not? Why not use things like bloom and things like that? I, I don't I don't understand like why there's there's a bit of a pushback against it. If you're using like an external programme to add like an extra flourish here and there, like, then why not use that? If it makes the art more appealing or attractive, then why not do that? But I have heard that argument used before. Do you agree with the notion that using post-processing is cheating? What's your view on that?
1: <laughs> uh, definitely not. But I suppose the way post-processing... Pros- <laughs> Post processing. Okay, there yeah. we go. The way post processing works um, with like free stuff might might be different to the way, but how I do it, I guess like my quote unquote post processing post processing is um like having additional layers on top of like the the drawing where I call have like extra glow around light sources and that's kind of more or less what I do. Like I don't do anything else because uh, other Bits of post-processing that you do, maybe, like, levels or something, I could kind of just incorporate that into the drawing itself because it's my shading. But, you know, like, things like Bloom, I still kind of put in manually using extra layers over the top of everything, if that makes sense.
0: Yes, like, like, uh, like directly within the program itself, you don't, like, export, uh, like, a render. and You don't usually export a, a final render and then, like, make... Additional edits and external program, you, you usually do everything within the same program and then before you export it.
1: Um, I mean, I i, I don't export the image first and add a post processing, that's kind of like why I put post processing in inverted commas, uh, quotation marks. It's kind of like I layer my stuff and I use a lot of layers, but my post processing is just like the stuff that's on top of everything, including the line art that's kind of how i get the glowing effects on some light sources and then once i'm done with that i'll export everything i guess it's technically not post processing but it's a similar process in terms of like what i'm doing like i'm adding bloom to the image i might be changing some sort of or adding some sort of lighting effects is is it still it's i don't think it's i don't know whether it's
0: <clears throat> it's 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 classed as Post processing in a different sense. If you're making 3D stuff, or or as opposed to making 2D stuff, but like it's just, it's, I just find it a bit odd that some people find using post processing as a bit of is a form of cheat, which doesn't make any sense to me. But that's another bloody uh, rabbit hole in it of itself, isn't it? But <laughs> you, you, I don't think you can convince everybody on. Uh, um that argument but um I think we'll, we'll leave that for another day I think thank you very much for coming on the show um I hope to have you on a, uh, won't have you on once again put my teeth out hope to have you on once again uh in the future um as I say uh, if you want to check out clear vision stuff please uh do feel free to check out all his links in the show notes you can follow him on Twitter clear vision arts you can follow him on Derpy Buru, and of course you're not posting on fair affinity at the moment it, Twitter's the other Twitter and uh, the main place. You can check out his art. Uh, Piccato, you can follow him on Piccato to follow his game streams and his art streams. Is it usually on the weekends you usually stream? Um, People can check out your stuff.
1: Actually, I do have something quick to add about Piccato. You actually can upload art pieces there. they added a gallery function somewhat recently. And I have my car pinups on there, most of them. I need to continue adding more stuff, so sort advert
0: please do check out his stuff uh, folks so uh check out his twitter check out his art check out his game streams i'll put all the links in the show notes so uh, you can you can know where to navigate to and uh thank you to everybody who um before we uh, wrap up thank you to everybody who gave me some really nice feedback on uh, my podcast new podcast title card for actually got it finished two years after the after the original one was made so only two it's, it's taken me so long to get around to actually making it, but I'm pleased I've actually updated the damn thing, and uh, I am in the process of sorting out a some sort of Discord community thing. I don't know how what sort of form that's going to take yet. That's in the works, but I appreciate all the support, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Thank you very much, Clear Vision, for joining me once again. I hope to have you on once again in the future. We'll see you guys next time.
1: All right, thank you. Goodbye.